from interacting with people and you hear people's responses to the gospel, especially the younger generation, thinks it's disproportionate punishment, what you're talking about with regards to God's holiness and justice and his wrath and his His judgment uh, over sin. How do you dismantle this concept today that, well, really, I mean, my little sin is going to cause a God, if there is one, to send me to hell for eternity? That seems a little extreme. Yeah. Firstly, I don't believe atheists when they say, I don't believe in God, or um, they say there's no evidence of God's existence. I know they do know. Uh, They're like Adam, who's running from God and trying to hide because of their sins. They're like the prodigal son who went to a far country to get away from the father because of their sin. And so I know they intuitively know God exists. He's given light to every man, and they're without excuse because the evidence of creation, according to Romans chapter 1. So I appeal to their conscience, number one, using the law, and number two, I appeal to their reason by asking this question. Let's say his name's Bob. Bob, do you know what death is, according to the Bible? Bob says, no. I says, wages. Wages is what God has given you for your sin. The wages of sin is death, Romans 6.23. God considers sin to be so serious, he's paying you in death. It's like a judge in a court of law who's got a heinous criminal before him who thinks lightly of killing three young girls who he raped. Slit their throats. He doesn't care. He says, they were just scum of the earth. They're prostitutes. So the judge says, we're paying you for your crimes. You're going to the electric chair. This is your wages. This is what you've earned. And God says sin is so serious, he's giving us the death sentence. I say, Bob, the reason you will die is because you've sinned against God. Do you think you are that sinful, that evil, that justified that God should give you capital punishment? And Bob says, no. So, okay, let's see how good you are. And we just go through the commandments. And he proves to be a lying, thieving, blasphemous, fornicating, adulterer at heart who's feeding on pornography daily, and using his creator's name as a curse word. And suddenly sin becomes exceedingly sinful. The conscience, the judge on the court of the mind, suddenly begins to do its duty and accuse him from the inside. The Holy Spirit convicts him of sin. His mouth is stopped by the law, and then he's ready for the gospel, the good news. And I've seen people um, kind of, there's a look of relief after they've been shut up under the law, and they suddenly see me not as some proselytizing a religious nut, but they see me as someone who really cares, and they can suddenly see why I care is because they're in terrible mortal danger. And that's my motive. I'm not saying join a church, don't want their money. I'm saying, hey, Bob, you're in terrible danger. You've got to get right with God before death seizes upon you, and this coronavirus is making that more real uh, for them. 